Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Lunch Table Podcast. This is our part two of our Mandalorian Season 3 Episode 1 review, where we're going to talk spoilers, so just be warned. Uh, so yeah, Akram, uh, like another great episode. Um, yeah, let's get your, your in-depth thoughts for Episode 1. Yeah, so initially, the first review, I gave it a 7 or 6 out of 10. It was because I thought that it was really short. It provided an intro to what's to come. And I think that was fine. I just wish we, we saw a little bit more um, just for our first episode. It was very short. But then again, short sometimes doesn't necessarily equal bad. It could, it, it could be action-packed, and it was. It was fun to see, right? So it was a joy. Um, but nonetheless, yeah, this episode was really fun to see Mando different, you know, visit different locales, like back-to-back. Um, and we get to see Bo-Katan too, which is awesome. I was I was wondering what happened with her, but let's get into it. Yeah, I mean, I could see um, your point of view. I mean, it was short. Um, personally, I think they packed a lot into this one episode. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, just right off the bat, we see you know um, uh, the 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 covert. I think it's called. Um, mm-hmm. I actually like that scene. It, it kind of threw me off because they did this cool fake out where we actually thought um, that young kid was. Um, uh, Dinjarin, but it actually turned out it was just uh, like a, a random foundling. Um, I did yeah. like that they actually like had the uh, the little Hasbro helmets. Mm-hmm. If, you, if anyone noticed, those are the actual like toy helmets that you know they produce for for kids. Um, so that was cool. I mean, that was subliminal marketing, but, but it was yeah. cool. <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah, I mean, and even just like um, that big battle that they had with the giant alligator, I thought was cool. Like they had that some, they had some really cool shots. They, that one Mando that was like uh, from like that point of view his helmet. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, man. I, I mean, you have to give it to them. They, they do justice with with action, at least in Star Wars, you know. And it's not so much Jedi esque action. It's really decent. And there was, I love seeing just that troop of Mando's just fighting that one thing and they're working in tandem. It was really great. And a, a cool a cool thing was the culture mm-hmm. as well and the religion and seeing kind of like this baptism they were going to do. Yeah, it was like, it was very ritualistic. It was like yeah. this kind of, yeah, you said a baptism or this rite of passage for these these mm-hmm. young Mando's. Um, and I, I like the detail that they put into the armor. I mean, we've seen them in season one, um, but we didn't see them like in depth, right? Uh, yeah. Now we get a little bit more in in detail we get to see like what their armors and like some of the choices in color um i I think a lot of it is based from the concept art Um, we both had the concept art book so it's really cool seeing that on screen um but yeah uh so uh like we said before like um den has to go on this journey uh to redeem himself by uh, bathing in the waters of mandalore um, yeah. Personally, I always thought that was kind of stupid that he had to go through all that. I mean, he already won the dark saber. So it's mm. like I think that's pretty much all you need, honestly, because you're basically mm. you earn the right to, you know, be a Mandalorian at that point if you're not the leader of Mandalore, right? Well, I think that makes him even more of a better leader. It's because he's very thorough and he respects the cult, as as Bo-Katan says, and he also respects the fact that now he has a dark saber and he has to think of the bigger picture. Um, so it's just one guy on his own. Um, he has a lot on his plate. And I think usually great leaders are like that. They have a lot on their plate. They want to respect and also move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, 
We'll see how Mandalore is. I know that there's a big tease for it later on. I don't know how he got that little uh, inscription thing. I don't know. They didn't really yeah, explain it. I forgot it. where they uh, showed like, that. Was that where exactly? From yeah. Boba Fett? I, I, I lost track. Maybe it was remember. just like off screen or something. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Uh, I did like that the, they threw in little details like um, like the space whales. Oh man, uh, yes, I love that so much. I was like, oh man, that's so beautiful. I, I kept thinking like like when you said like they pay so much attention to detail, it's just like they respect the mythology so much. And then just like yeah. those minute details, that really crafts the lore so much. Like like who would expect they yeah. didn't have to do that? Um, but just seeing that and that actually makes me uh wonder if that'll be kind of like a thread line for for Ezra for Ahsoka. Mm, mm, who knows maybe you know what's cool is that grogu isn't just a character that's cute like a pet i like that <laughs> <laughs> i like that you get to kind of sometimes live in two perspectives through mando's perspective and this is the world and he's talking to people and you see lore right but also through grogu's he's in touch with the force and i think just because he's a force user you know, it kind of seemed later on um, the opacity kind of became stronger and stronger. And then you get to see the space whales and then he's mm. like noticing it. Right. And also shows his character. He could notice the different things in life, the nature. And so I think that was that little moment was beautiful. Again, they pay so much attention to detail. It's almost fan service, but they do something with it. They make it more deeper. Mm. And that's why I admire Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Yeah, they really respect the the lore so much, and it's it they, it really feels like they're fans too. Like I remember, mm. I, it made me like watching this episode. Um, it it made me miss doing our old Instagram lives where we would mm. discuss season two, um, just because they they put so much into it, and it's just like such a love letter to Star Wars fans. Um, and I I think really the Mandalorian is what uh a lot of Star Wars fans are really clinging to nowadays, right? It doesn't matter like which movie or series you're watching which when you love or hate i think mandalorian we can all agree is such a great love letter to star wars fans it really is and i just noticed something too i think there's a lot of subtext about um you know your tribe which is really important mm -hmm. um your beliefs and stuff and i just love how boba fett he was burnt to hell through the acid mm -hmm. and then later on in the bapta tank he was trying to you know it, it was healing him right it's almost like this this for, form of reformation mm -hmm. um and now he's fully healed he's he's himself again and it's like well now mando has to go somewhere just to bathe in the waters of mandalore mm -hmm. it's like just to wash away the the sins or something i don't know maybe it's a stretch but i, I don't know i kind of no, find it really i think cool. that's an interesting point i mean star wars has only always been kind of like finding your family right yeah. whether it's you know familial or it's like adopted like because mando like you know he thought he was part of this bigger cult and he thought that's where he belonged mm. but then he found grogu and then that was kind of like their their whole chemistry and it's such a nice balance because like you said like grogu's like that spiritual connection and i didn't even realize like i we just saw it today on on instagram apparently like grogu spent like two years with luke skywalker that threw me off i was like what i was like Holy i had shit. a nosebleed right yeah i, know. I was like <laughs> well that made it more sad because i remember <laughs> i almost it, yeah. cried when in yeah. book of boba fett when uh mm -hmm. when they reconnected i was like damn two years that's a long time to be you know that distant is. um yeah. but yeah it makes me wonder like how much like grogu learned on the way like the path of the jedi i wonder like how, what the relationship with the jedi is going to be this season I 
I think I hope that we get actually I really do. This is the one instance where I feel like I really want to see more fla- uh, flashbacks. Sometimes flashbacks can be a lazy way of exposition and stuff, but I really do want to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I think it, it'll only really work here um, in a not lazy way because Star Wars is so big and everybody knows it and everybody mm-hmm. has watched the movies and stuff. So I, w- I actually really want to see more flashbacks to the Jedi Temple. I want to see who uh, saved Grogu. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know what the relationship will be. I hope that they get into it, though, because he has a Darksaber. So I hope we get to see the first wielder or the creator of it. Um, yeah, they showed in the trailers there was this helmet that he was like holding. It was like mm. this really dusty helmet. Um, I had some theories, like some people were saying it was Prey Vizsla's, some people saying it was Tar Vizsla's. Um, maybe it's just like one of the ancient Mandalorians. I don't know. It could be anybody, to be honest. Um, what do you think? I don't know. Or you could just be a random dude that got yeah, bombed. It could be that. Yeah, it's like maybe we're overthinking it. But sometimes with Mandalorian, sometimes the yeah. your intrusive thoughts actually like turn. Like remember how we were with yeah. Luke Skywalker? Like we didn't uh-huh. know it was going to be him, but it did turn out to be him. Yeah. So sometimes like this show makes you like second guess yourself. Um, yeah. I wonder. I, I was talking to you before Taz that I wonder if they'll probably reintroduce the Basilisk droids from from uh, Legends. Because um, be once cool. they introduced the Scorpionoc droids in a uh, Boba Fett, I was like, "Oh shit! Well, they can do pretty much anything they want now." Yeah, they respect Legends a lot. They they take a lot from concept Legends, and like you said, even the the products that Hasbro makes, they even take that into account. So it's like they use they use everything, mm-hmm. right? And so for sure, I mean, it'll be cool to introduce new characters also from Legends. Maybe we could see some of that in some shape, way, or form, or we could see. Returning characters from the original trilogy. I wonder if we're going to see anybody else mm-hmm. uh, make a return. I don't know if we'll see Ahsoka because I think she's on her own thing now. Mm-hmm. The show's coming out. For, uh, Ahsoka's coming out pretty, pretty soon. soon. Yeah. 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 You had um, an inter- interesting theory too about um, the armor. Why don't you tell us about that? Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, I was thinking maybe this season we'll actually see the armor for some reason. Uh, the armorer take off her helmet and she ends up being a Zabrak. I think that's the species that uh, Darth Maul mm-hmm. is. And I was thinking, well, it would be really interesting if to fit the helmet on her head, she actually filed down mm-hmm. the horns. And it was like symbolic of like she's going to forego her race in order to, uh, you know, pay close attention to her religion mm-hmm. um so it's like really deep or something yeah. i don't know if they'll actually do it i hope they do though that's cool. interesting no that's a cool theory too because i always think of like the mandalorians like they kind of like denounce uh like some of their previous kind of like the jedi like they mm-hmm. they kind of separate themselves from their old life to bring themselves mm-hmm. into this new life of like you know the creed um mm-hmm. yeah that whole beginning scene i think that was so lore intensive like we've never seen anything like that um, it, it felt actually like a lot like of what we've seen with the Jedi, like how they mm-hmm. kind of indoctrinate um, like Padawans into the, yeah. into their you know society. So I thought that was really cool. Um, but yeah, so Mando returns to Navarro and um, we see that things have kind of changed and Grief Karga returns and he's kind of like the the magic. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the high magistrate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What did you think of seeing Carl Weathers back? Oh, he's always a, a, a great pleasure to see on screen. And um, yeah, I love how everything has changed for the better. Um, they don't want anything to do with the Republic or the New Republic. They or, And of course, the Empire too. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're their own thing. They're like the main trading source in that section. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like they're flourishing and that's great to see. So it looks like there's not too much violence. But then you always get 
a little bit of that. And so we also get to see pirates making some trouble for people. Um, I wonder how much of a role they'll play. I hope they're not like one of those things where it's like annoying. They, they just reoccur. It's like when something is getting nitty gritty into the mythos right. and then like all this <laughs> shit happens. So it's like, boom, oh, we got to go. I hope it doesn't end up like that. I got a feeling though, because they did introduce a captain that we'll talk about a little yeah. bit later. I mean, the makeup was, wasn't that great in my opinion. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, like right? Like that main guy that, that was like uh, talking to grief, like his mouth wasn't yeah i don't know if it's because like sometimes they have trouble translating like animated to live action um mm-hmm. i mean i didn't think cad bane was bad but i think here was kind of weird sometimes i mean yeah. you take it with a grain of salt because you know they're aliens you, you know you even if you know um, no matter how real they look on screen you kind of like know it's fake right um but yeah it was kind of weird and even that the pirate captain that seaweed monster <laughs> whatever that guy was yeah so that's the guy swamp thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's the captain i i think we're gonna see him uh, a lot yeah. more yeah so. i was actually thinking would it be crazy if like uh they were actually like hired by like boba fett or something because what if boba fett's actually turning like more of a like a crime lord now that'll be kind of sad to see to be honest i don't mm-hmm. know i don't know because he they left it on a good note I don't right. know because it's like he's going to be really different. It'll be really sad to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's also what the fans wanted too. They wanted Boba Fett to be more kind of like ruthless. I guess anti-hero-ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I remember when we were doing those reviews, I always admired that he he's going to turn into something else. It's kind of like Luke Cage uh, in the Defenders mm-hmm. franchise. So it's like, I, I hope that's not the case to be honest with you. I I did wish he was a little bit more badass in certain aspects. You know, he was accepting people like Bakudo and stuff like that. No, he was just very, like, he was more of a businessman. But it's like, we have right. to honor um, certain things. And it's not, we can't be so sleazy. I think the captain is a complete opposite from that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to mention, too. Um, I remember at the end of Book of Boba Fett, uh, Cobb Van was apparently mm-hmm. uh, alive. Do you think we'll see him back in Mandalorian? I hope so, because I like that character too. I really do hope so. I hope that, I hope that usually it's just Grogu and Mando and they travel alone together, but now they want to, apparently from the trailers we see, they want to have this droid that was the first choice for Luke mm-hmm. and Ben to grab that droid, but instead they got R2D2. Mm-hmm. I hope so. I would love to see like a little reunion between these characters, mm-hmm. you know, because they're familiars and I think they should be. Um, so I would hope so. I mean, you said that Boba Fett maybe will make an appearance too I heard, in this season. As uh, well. Something like apparently, like he's he's rumored to make a comeback. I wouldn't be surprised because now they've kind of intertwined with each other's series. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would feel kind of weird because it's like you, now you expect it. Um, mm-hmm. but I think John and Dave do a good job of making it make sense sometimes. Um, speaking of that, I wanted to get your thoughts on um that whole mention of like Cara Dune. Yeah, I actually really like how they handle it. it. They didn't really linger on it. It was just like, yeah, she just she's she doing some yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it also kind of tied into like the spinoff that they wanted to do. Mm. Um, so I mean, it kind of seems like they didn't completely kill her off. So I mean, if she wants to, she could come back. I know that she's doing some movies. She did a movie for Daily Wire, but Daily Wire doesn't have the you know the reach as Disney does. So they're really limited. So if she wants to go back. Um, and I, th- I actually think because uh, again, for me, Disney is like more or less pretty woke now, but they did get a new creative. Uh, they get the, they got the old like CEO back now. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering in good faith, he brings her back and it just shows like, okay, Disney's 
they're willing to move on. But again, they're a private business. It's if they want to mm-hmm. kick her out because what she said, then that's up to them. I mean, that's their right. right. Um, but at least they didn't handle it bad. I think they handled it pretty tastefully. It was like not bad, you right? Know? Yeah, yeah. I what mean, it made sense. Think? Yeah, within the lore. I mean, they did kind of set her up in season two, where she was kind of talking with that you know New Republic guy, and they were kind of like trying to recruit her. And so, it, it, as far as narrative go, it didn't feel too off. Yeah. Um, but uh, also, uh, we saw IG Eleven make a comeback in this episode. Oh man, uh, I yeah. missed him so much. Um, it was kind of sad though because in this episode he kind of defaulted back to his uh, his uh, directive. Um, what a prick! <laughs> yeah, what yeah. an asshole! I was like, I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was sad. I mean, I I liked when he was kind of like the nurse joy to Grogu, and then he kind of yeah. like turned into Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, exactly. He was a Terminator sure. here. Yeah. Yeah, do you think we'll like we'll get him back or do you think he's kind of like done? I think we might get him back, but it's gonna be like an OP moment, like like surprise, and he's like helping Mando last minute. He's like boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom. It's gonna be something really exciting. Um, because the little uh what are they called? The little um Enzelins. Yeah. <laughs> but they're so cute too. I, <laughs> they I love when so Grogu hugged them. He's like <laughs> hot toys if you're watching this which you're probably not but we hope so one day you will sponsor make us. them yes make make those i want this one video sponsored by hasbro no i'm kidding yeah that'll be cool listen we'll be monetized like sure. so much but yeah yeah i mean well probably what do you think well i thought that was a great showcase of mando's growth over these uh, series because in the beginning he hated droids right uh, because mm. you know he had a traumatic experience as a child but now he's he, like IG-11, you know, he was like a freaking bounty hunter droid that tried to kill him in season one. Now that's his, like his best buddy, right? He was like, I want that droid yeah. specifically, right? That's deep. That shows something because IG changed. Exactly. And look at Mando. He changed. That's pretty mm-hmm. deep. And yeah. I feel I feel like Mando was kind of hurt that he had to to destroy him, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it actually made me sad, too, because I remember Quill was the one that actually changed him in season one. Ah. <sighs> uh, the, the, the Jeer Turker. <laughs> yeah. You're the last Jeer of Jerker. us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I hope we get some cool new characters like Quill in this season. Um, yeah. I think this I show. Got... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say, I got a feeling we might see Fennec if, if you said Boba, oh, yeah, maybe Fennec true. will come back. Mm-hmm. She's always like traveling here and here. But yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I think the Mandalorian does a good job of setting up supporting characters and making them feel like they're actually relevant and not like people in the background you know like even that one that one lady that mando met on that uh like farm planet it was kind of like a like a what if like i just settled down you know she served like a, a narrative role i guess remember like i forgot about that yeah yeah, 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 yeah. she like a cr- had a crush on him or something oh yeah oh i wonder if they'll ever go like revisit that yeah i wouldn't be surprised yeah, that could be like either the whole thing ends where he's like ruling everybody, he sacrificed himself, or he settles down mm-hmm. or something like that. It could end, and at least that's a spot to go back to. Right. Um, I don't know. But then he goes back, and like she ends up being pregnant, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, <"Fuck." laughs> he, he denounced like the Mandalorian, then he came back, and he's like, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 directed by Bryce right. Dallas Howard. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. I mean, what else thoughts do you have on the episode? Because they were trying to rebuild IG, and then after that, uh, Mando sets off mm-hmm. uh, to see Bo-Katan. That was the... F- oh, no, actually, he had he has a fight with the captain, which was an awesome sequence. Yeah, that, uh, space. Uh, that whole dogfight sequence was really cool. Um, yeah. And we get to see, like, like really, like, what the... His starfighter... Did he did he ever name that starfighter, by the way? I don't think so, no. I think it wasn't... It, isn't that called an N1 something? The Naboo star... Yeah. Yeah, he should. Dude, I miss so... Like, I miss the Razor Crest so bad. But this is starting to grow on me because it's super fast, at least. It's really unique. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's really, like, swift with just going around the right. asteroids and stuff. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was an awesome sequence. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of, like, confused because I thought, like... Because it's, it's more of a fighter and not, like, a cargo ship. Because he was a bounty hunter for a while. Um, right. But I guess now he's kind of cutting ties with that and becoming, you know, full, full, <laughs> full-time full Mandalorian, I guess. Well, you know what? It also shows that there's two spots. There's only two occupants that could be right. on that. And mm-hmm. it's like, now it shows the journey that he wants to now take. You know, now right. he's different. And so it's just about mm-hmm. him and Grogu. So that's why I, now it kind of makes sense that you don't see these companions always riding with him everywhere. Because... Mm-hmm. Originally, I was like, man, wouldn't, it be, wouldn't that be so cool if it was the Razor Crest and you had Cara Dune, you had this guy, you had this guy, and they were all just hanging out there and they, they went on an adventure. Right. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, okay, I get it. It's just Mando mm-hmm. and Grogu, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's always been about them. They're, yeah. you know, they're they're the family, right? And everybody else, I mean, everybody is still relevant, but they're kind of just there for like an episode and then they make a returning, you know? Um, Have you, are you like... Now I understand it. Like we were basically explaining the Fast and Furious series, <laughs> like with the, with the people coming in exactly, and, and the Razor Crest. There you go. <laughs> that all makes sense. You see Han there, like like eating chips on a Starfighter. Right. <laughs> like how are you gonna get around this corner? Right. And he looks at him. He's like winks and he drifts right. or something. Well, yeah. I mean, I, in the trailer we did see like some returning characters coming. I think like Pelimato, because you mm-hmm. like you said probably like that yeah. droid. You know, will make a comeback. Yeah. Um, Boba Fett, Bo Katan. Um, yeah, I don't know, like, how big a role Bo Katan's gonna have in this. It, it, it seems like they're setting her up to be like the main antagonist. You're right. I was just I'm going right. to say that. Wow, did you hear that, guys? I'm <laughs> the Akram said, I'm right. Well, no, it makes sense that if she's actually the antagonist, that's pretty sad too, because we grew up with her. So it's like, damn, Bo Katan's Saudi as hell, and now she's gonna go after Pedro or Mando. Right. <laughs> so that's a good point, though. That really is. Well, it's either that or Moff Gideon, but they kind of just yeah threw him into the dustbin. Although we did see like the in the trailer there was the doctor that uh oh, was yeah. working for him and that was on Coruscant too so I hope we see Coruscant pretty soon. Oh shit. Yeah, I hope that we have like good sequences there. Mm-hmm. I wonder how that looks. Well, because the New Republic's right is the New Republic right. um yeah. So Oh no, the New Republic I think they changed it. It's not on Coruscant now. Remember in the movies they said or at least in the oh. lore I think. No, no. You're, in the sequels, they said it was, I think it was like Hosnian Prime or something was the new capital of the New Republic. Oh. I mean, Coruscant is still around at this time, but I don't think it's the capital now. I think because it has so, too much association with the Empire. It's just a, it's just a city planet. Right. That's it. Yeah. Oh, so it's, I mean, I would love to it's see more cool to Coruscant see. Yeah. though. At least we got that in Andor. We got a lot of that in Andor. Right. I mean, yeah. How do you yeah. think, how do you think this, this compares to Andor? Like, well, so Andor is more political, I think. Mandalorian yeah, is kind of more it, it's lore intensive. It feels yeah, like yeah, yeah. like a video game almost. But yeah. I mean they're both similar. I mean it, it's interesting to see that they're both 
to people that aren't reliant on like force or like the Jedi stuff, but mm-hmm. they go about things in different ways. Um, but I think Mando, I think kind of, um, he still kind of has like that, like Jedi mythology, right? Cause like the Mandalorians, you know, they fought the Jedi and they kind of had their own lore surrounding them. And it's cool to see like, like, I, I think this sh- show does a good showcase of fleshing out Mandalorian culture. Um, cause that's only something we get in like, like comics and EU and we all know comic, uh, comicsology is ass now. So. Oh my God. Don't get me started. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's also cool just seeing like, you know, John and Dave's like how they fill in those gaps. Right. Um, mm-hmm. cause George yeah. Lucas never really like, like, you know, fleshed the Mandalorians out. Right. It was basically like they were just based on Boba Fett. Right. Yeah, again, he he focused more on the Skywalker saga aspect more so than the actual side characters. I feel like at least Dave Filoni and George Lucas, they, I mean, um, John Favreau, it's like they give respect to the side characters, like you were saying. And it's like, I think that's how you, that, I'm glad. I'm glad that they're the leads here. I, I am really glad. Like, I, I never have like a moment of doubt whenever they're involved with something. Um, but yeah, and then they end up, like we said, meeting Bo-Katan and... and that's pretty empty castle. I thought she was an Airbnb or some shit. <laughs> yeah, that? I was like, damn, that's a drafty ass shit, like that big ass hallway. <laughs> yeah, what she's doing there, how she's eating. Right. But I mean, yeah, and then he says, I'm gonna go take a bath and I'm gonna you know, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's basically what he said. <laughs> and then she's like, It's cursed, you right. can't <laughs> like but yeah, and then so then the episode ends from there. And I mean, so again, it's it's short but sweet. Uh, action-packed, um, has everything you want and it leads up directly to the rest of the season in a, in a great way. I mean, we could kind of tell um, the general path that they're going to go towards. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even a a filler episode for Mandalorian feels so much like a movie. Or like, Oh, it's good. There's, yeah, there's so yeah. much they throw into it. I mean, it's something that, like I said, all Star Wars fans can appreciate because it cherry oh, yeah. picks from like the best things about, you know, the movies, the TV shows, the video games sometimes even, or Legends. Um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, yeah, I, like I said in the beginning of the, our other review, like they, they put pretty much everything in the trailers in this one episode, so I'm actually glad that uh, I'm actually glad to be surprised for what's going to happen next. Um, Cause there's, they made it seem like there's this through line. There's going to be like this big Mando civil war or some shit or, mm-hmm. well, he's going to return to Mandalore eventually. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. What I wonder if they, yeah, I wonder if they could, I don't think rebuild it, but I don't know. I think at the end of the day, I think the sort of the bigger picture is there's something with Grogu. He's like, you know, he's tagging along always, but there's just something that, can be the new journey like it actually is he's the main star somehow it's like i wonder and it, and it matches with mando because of dark saber and whatnot mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know i don't know i don't even know how many seasons we'll get after this i mean it's too early to say but i wonder how much they want to do with that i know pedro's getting paid a lot for the last of us and this sure, show yeah, so i don't those. think he'll sure. <laughs> yeah I, I don't think he, he would want to stop um doing this so but yeah so uh uh, we already said our rating in the last episode so guys check that out if you don't want any spoilers and also uh remember to help support us please uh if you believe in the force and you believe in us (laughs) this is the way please remember to like and share to your friends it'll greatly help us out um we have a rocky revisited that's going to drop pretty soon and then we're also going to do a creed 3 review so be on the lookout for that and we also want to get some special guests this month i think it's gonna be really exciting and fun um this month has hella reviews 
Um, so be on the lookout for that as well. And Succession, finally. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we've been grinding like crazy. So, guys, check out our other content. Please leave a like, leave a share. Anything helps the channel. Um, check us out on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as YouTube. Um, but, yeah, anything helps the channel. And thank you guys for, as always, you know, being supportive of the channel, you know, wherever you come from. Um, yeah. And until then, guys, may the force be with you. And this is the way. And the force be with you, guys. See you.